The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, Be careful not to parade your good works before men to attract their notice. By doing this, you will lose all reward from your Father in heaven. So when you give alms, do not have it trumpeted before you. This is what the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets to win men's admiration. I tell you solemnly, they have had their reward. But when you give alms, your left hand must not know what your right hand is doing. Your almsgiving must be secret, and your Father who sees all that is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not imitate the hypocrites. They love to say their prayers standing up in the synagogues and on the street corners for people to see them. I tell you solemnly, they have had their reward. But when you pray, go to your private room, and when you have shut the door, pray to your Father who is in that secret place, and your Father who sees all that is done in secret will reward you. When you fast, do not put on a gloomy look as the hypocrites do. They pull long faces to let men know they are fasting. I tell you solemnly, they have had their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that no one will know you are fasting, except your Father who sees all that is done in secret. And your Father who sees all that is done in secret will reward you. The Gospel of the Lord. And in these symbols, or in this symbol here, the ash, the church is saying something very, very confronting. And we do well to pay heed to what that is. You and I are called to acknowledge a simple fact, really, of our faith. It's that everything you can call to mind, everything that exists, literally everything, belongs to one of two categories. Let's just put in our mind one category. All of my hard-earned possessions, my house, my car, my clothes, technological devices, the tools of my trade, the necessities, the comforts, and the items of beauty that garner my home. Every gift I've received from the privileges of my position, my family, my ethnicity, culture, to my talents, my particular aptitudes, my particular interests, my freedoms and liberties, the particular tokens of friendship that I've gained over the years. Maybe some are very precious to me. They resonate with great memories of intimacy and laughter and peace, camaraderie, signs of the love that I share with my beloveds, the experiences I've had from the highest of highs, times of wonderful peace and consolation, to the very deepest, darkest of lows, where I've met with suffering, where I've gained scars, those dark times where I've felt most opposed, most unbelonging. Even my very self falls into this first category. 
every step I've taken, every breath I've drawn in and eventually had to release, every day that's marked my life so far, and every day I will eventually walk while on this earth. Even more than that, all of time and space from the beginning of the cosmos to when it wraps up, all of that is dust. It's ash. It's reducible to virtually nothing. Isn't that incredible? It's easy for us to ignore it, but as Christian people, we are to remember the revelation we've received. And as Jamie read for us, we're the ambassadors of that message. We're called to go out and prophetically speak it in the world, no matter how jarring it might be to our receivers. All that I have and all that I am can be reduced to dust and ashes. And by the way, let me just reaffirm, I'm not talking about my physical self. I'm not saying, oh yeah, you know, my body will rot away one day, but my soul, that's safe and that's eternal and that's going to... Well, no, I'm saying my whole person, mind, body, heart, soul, memory, ambition, history, future, it can be blown away like chaff in the wind. The person who is Ashwin Emmanuel Acharya can be blotted from history. We have to accept that. In a philosophical term, we would say, I am contingent. That means I don't have to be here. I sort of fall almost accidentally in a long series of events that may or may not have happened. And here I am in the middle of them. And here we all are, just dangling, hanging in existence. Now, why do we put this in the forefront of our minds on the brink of a new season in the church? Why must we fill our minds with dread? Why must we make every single thing we occupy ourselves seem like a kind of vanity? Because really, that's what we're saying. It's like smoke, all of our occupations in a way. In a way. Might I suggest that the reason we do this, the reason we sort of rattle our own nerves in this way is to safeguard ourselves from confusing that which belongs in one category and that one sole item of the second category and if we do that I think the Christian life and really even just our prayers will make a lot more sense take our psalm refrain for example hear these words again be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Isn't this a strange prayer? Why would we bother saying this? Isn't God already merciful? Does God need me to tell him to be what he is? He is mercy itself. Do I think that God is unattentive to my misery? Why do we say this strange kind of arbitrary prayer. It's like a prayer that doesn't need to be said. But see, what we're doing when we say a prayer like that, when we speak with ritual symbols like these, is we're saying, God, I know the categories of being. I know that everything is dust. And I know you. And you, God, are not dust. You are not ash. You will not be blown away like chaff in the wind. No, you are self-existent. 
You are God. You alone. I am not God. We collectively are not God. The universe is not God. Eternity of time and space and matter, that's not God either. None of it is. No, we turn to God and we say, you alone are that one. And by declaring that, we make a few promises to ourselves. One is, we will stop trying to be God. That's a good resolution, a good Lenten resolution, if you like. We will stop trying to be God. And the second is, we will stop turning to things and pretending as if dust could ever show us mercy and give us life. It never could. It never will. No. You, Lord, who are mercy and grace and peace and goodness itself, you be who you are for us. We will simply be the ones to whom mercy and grace and peace is bestowed. For without this, we are but ashes, and everything and all is dust.